Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 97, episode one of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, yeah! a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially, off the top, drum roll please, fuck Coke Industries and fuck Fox News. We're not taking it off. Welcome to hell. <laughs> It's Monday, August 26, 2019. Happy birthday to my sister, Shannon. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. the Jacobite Rebellion might have failed a long time ago, but the Jack (laughs) O'Brien Revolution is only just beginning. That's courtesy of at 3.45 a.m. And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. In your earbuds, I am Miles Gray. Fuck the coke bros, we scream that shit every day In your earbuds, with Jack and Miles Gray, Gray Super production, by Dan and Hosier Wow, Woo! okay, you know, I asked Damn. for Missy Elliott AKAs, and of course, batting first At Crispy Meme Donut, Crispy Yamaguchi Man <laughs> I like that's his position is crispy. At, well, yeah, that's a good way to say you know use yeah. at to handle you know look I'm I'm an improviser no. starting forward. Uh, <laughs> that's a great great handle to have at starting forward. <laughs> well, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious writer and comedian and podcast host Dana Schwartz. Oh, you're not gonna make me sing, right? Well, you no. are. Go, go. <laughs> no. the song and go. Three, four. <laughs> this is great. This is great. Thank you for having me. Hey, whenever people point out that they don't have something to sing, I always ask, "What's your favorite karaoke?" Ooh, you know, recently I've been doing a Mr. Brightside kick. Oh, okay. Like really everyone like, in the UK ever? Is that it? <laughs> I feel like the, most times I hear people like spontaneously break out into Mr. Brightside, it's been in the UK. This is a, just a humble brag to point out how well-traveled you are. Yeah. I well, no, oh, I, mean, yeah. I mean... Miles constantly is talking about his I have travels. not only have I heard it in the UK, actually, uh, about a few months ago, actually, no, less than a month ago, maybe a, over a month and a half ago, I was in Florence, Italy, uh, and I heard a, just a, a bone-tingling rendition of Mr. Brightside. In anyway, Florence, Italy? Uh, yeah. Really? Quite amazing. Yeah. Huh. It was, uh, I think it was a bunch of guys from uh, Glasgow on a stag do. Yeah. Miles is the type of guy who doesn't even refer to it as Europe. He calls it the continent. Yes. Well, um, when you have respect for something, you, know, you don't want to. <laughs> Dana, we're going to get respect. to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners what we're talking about today. We are going to bid adieu to one of the Koch brothers. Uh, we are going to uh, talk about the G7. We're going to talk about China announcing their coming back, <laughs> their tatting Trump's tit. Uh, we're going to talk about an interesting Fox News segment on uh, recidivism and people getting out of prison. Uh, we're just going to urge, send good vibes to RBG, just will her to keep living. We're going to talk about ASAP Rocky playing Trump. Uh, we're going to talk about a super volcano that might be Great. coming to kill us all. Love it. Uh, all of that and more. But first, Dana... We like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Oh, recently, and this is because I also do, I'm not, this isn't me trying to plug another podcast I do, also record here called No, Noble plug Blood, it. Yes. But yes. Uh, recently. It's my, not you trying to do that. It's, it's just me you doing it. Fully doing it. That's yes, a Glade yes. plug-in. Um, <laughs> my, my search history for the past 24 hours has been 
uh, famous poisonings in history. Oh, yeah. Um, for research purposes, yeah. but also for research purposes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. What's yeah. been uh, been any good ones? I don't want to. The best oh, one I'm going to okay, do it okay. as an episode, and I record so many. It's a, this is going to be an episode in like January, probably. But uh, I don't want to spoil it. But I do love lady poisoners. Oh yeah. So historically, it's sort of the the cliche is that uh, men when they murder they do it with like guns and knives, and women when they murder do it with poison. Mm. You know, which is a stereotype, but also historically not a totally wrong one. Right. Right. But also historically everyone murdered with poison just all the time because everything was poison and they didn't have good doctors. So right. you could poison someone and they'd be like, oh, well, I guess he just uh, – <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Looks like he I put his died favorite spices on. I don't know stopping. what happened there. It look, yeah, yeah, it looks like he died of just his face turning purple and exploding. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so that's it's been fun. And th- that is very much in brand for me. I think my Google search history is looking up- Famous poisonings. Famous, famous poisonings. Are there any deaths that might have been poisonings that- Oh, people love doing that. Right. People, their favorite thing is in going back historically and being like, that's this poisoning. person died, right. but it, it was could have- because. Doctors were so bad they would just write right. things that any if you're if you want to make a case for any historical figure dying, you yeah. could make it that they were secretly poisoned. Mozart, uh, because right. it, he one. started that rumor himself because he Did thought he? it was romantic. Yeah, so he. I don't want to now get too much in the weeds, but in the movie Amadeus, they sort of imply that Salieri poisoned, poisoned him. Poisoned him, yeah. Um, he probably wasn't poisoned, right? But when he was dying, he just was such a weird romantic that he's just sort of floated the idea of like I'm getting sick. What if I was poisoned? Right. That's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> Which is a power move. Yeah. Yeah. And I a good way it. to be like, maybe you're not taking care of yourself. Yeah. Right. Maybe you're <laughs> maybe only I'm... drinking alcohol no, and no. not eating food. What if I was being poisoned, though? <laughs> you're poisoning By yourself somebody with this wine. myself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with Merlot? I have a conspiracy theory that uh, Tupac was poisoned. Interesting. Right before he was, and then he grew right bullets. before he yeah. was shot. That it was a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, and it made, JFK also. It made yeah. bullets grow in his chest. <laughs> uh, what is something you think is overrated? I fully feel this way, and I think it's just because of James Bond PR. Martinis are terrible. Okay, oh. they're horrible. They're like adult shots. No one. Why would you just want? It's just vodka. It's horrible. It's yeah. so bad. Mm. How did? Who is their PR person? Where taking shots is now in a fancy triangle yeah. glass and it's sophisticated now? No. I bullshit. love a martini. No, yeah. that just means you like vodka. <laughs> yeah. No, well, see, I'd like salt. That's why I drink martinis because I get them so dirty. dirty. It's basically just salt. Well, my theory, I do like, I love olive juice. I like picklebacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? And I think that a really dirty martini should be a different drink. We Thank you. Have, okay. We should have a name for a drink that's vodka and olive juice. I would but, never drink a regular gin martini or yeah. a regular vodka martini. Whenever I order, I'm like, it has to be just dumpster water. Yeah. Like, a, or they call it Mississippi I think mud. I've heard they you call say it that. Filth. Yeah. Yeah. Just You're like, filthy. Just, just fucking filthy. Just fuck just me up with that. Spit in it. Just yeah. make it. Actually, bring all, bring all the olive brine and allow me to just have a fucking little, just a, a whisper of vodka. Yeah. On it. I feel really the same way. Are you a pickleback fan? Love pickleback. Love a pickleback. Love pickle what brine. is a pickleback? It's a shot, shot of, of whiskey. whiskey, shot of pickle juice. Pickle juice. Gross. See, oh, no, he's wrong. We're right. I've okay. tried it with sure all kinds. Uh, if you ever drink eat batomped half sour pickles, uh, typically can only get it at like markets where they have like a proper Jewish section. That uh, brine for that one is so garlicky. Also an amazing accompaniment for pickleback. It also mm. cure. It makes the hangover worse because it's like electrolytes, the saltiness. Yeah, just taking everything away from you. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you gonna do? Uh, what is something you think is underrated? Picklebacks. Picklebacks. There you Boom. go. Boom. We're back. Boom. And done. Yeah. Uh, 
Did you ever drink pickle juice as a kid? No. See, I had a. I remember being a kid and like eating, just finishing a jar of pickles and still wanting the flavor. And then Aww. I'd be like, Do you know what I did as a kid and also as an adult? That's my weirdest food habit that I feel like every guy I've ever dated, if we get to a point where they see me do this, that's when that's, <laughs> that's when, when the relationship. Fall apart. Well, that's when it make or breaks. Yeah. Okay. Got um, it. That's the fork in the road. Yeah. I I eat uh, hot chocolate mix, but just the powder. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> with like a spoon. Yo. I 100% feel you. I used to eat Nesquik powder. Yeah, with a it's spoon the same like thing. That. It's like the texture is like powdery and salt and sweet, but not too sweet. And then it turns to a paste yeah. that's so thick in your mouth. Well, that's it, exactly. I mean, <laughs> we should really go to Florence and like, eat like, <laughs> all the time. I feel they like have I've the had best. I feel hot like I, I've reached the point of like, if I have a boyfriend, then I like rip open a pack and I'm just like pouring powder down my throat where they're like, who are you? I'm seeing right. the real you finally. How, it seems like it's just chocolate fundant. Kind of. yeah. yeah, yeah, but not Whoa. as sweet and like it's it's a more mature fun dip. Uh huh. Yes. yes, a more mature fun. It's dip. an adult fun dip. Right. What? How often are you eating dry hot chocolate powder? <laughs> you know, not. I go through phases. Okay. If I have it in the house, I'm gonna eat so it. So it's not your like my secret every night. <laughs> I end my night with a nice packet of Swiss Miss dry. If I could, I yeah. would. But the thing is, it will turn me if I. I can't. I'm one of those people that I can't have just one. Where if I buy it for myself, I'm gonna eat the whole box that night. Hell yeah! So I can't. I don't do it that often. You know, we have a lot of Swissmas packets in, yeah, the, don't, in the studio here. Don't don't tempt me that next way. Next time, uh, <laughs> next time you're in to record, I'm just gonna fucking tape them to the desk in here and be like, "Do you?" Yeah, no, that's dangerous. Also, then my podcast will have my mouth be all like <laughs> dry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, also not good for hangovers, I'd imagine. It's just dry. <laughs> just take the water out of hot chocolate. Uh, <laughs> like your hangover. Right. Just hand me a Swiss Miss back <laughs> What is a myth? Oh, it's something people think is true, you know, to be false. I was going to do like a now a dry historical one. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah going of course, off, please. Uh, for people who mm, have not listened to the podcast that I'm pitching called Noble Blood, the, the biggest myth is obviously that Marie Antoinette said, let them eat cake, mm-hmm. which is just like the best propaganda line in history that we're still saying it now. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, no, that was just, I mean, totally in like a propaganda newspaper. Right. Um, which is, it's kind of crazy to, to have a thing that like, you know, people just sort of assume. And even if they know it's kind of not true, it's still associated with her. Right. Even though it was completely made up which makes me uh, sad about the state of the world and the way propaganda works and the way right. um, people talk about their political rivals. I mean, not to make it too common, but like the way Trump does his like dumb nicknames for people and they stick. Right. And even though we repeat them like ironically, right. it's like, well, maybe in 200 years they won't know that we were saying them ironically. Right. It's yeah. like that's the way, you know, the it's a very dull knife that, yeah. right. you know, history. And so that is, you know, the most quote unquote like basic example I have of history, but I think it if you dig a little deeper, it's it's kind of chilling that we still associate her with that thing that was written in a newspaper totally unrelated to her life. Yeah. I hope Moscow Mitch sticks. Yeah. In yeah. History books. Let those yeah. ones but it'd be that's just something about history where the like, humor just doesn't translate. Yeah. Because no one will ever like sometimes you don't get context. But I'm sure when people inevitably write this chapter in history, it's like this president was known for being a fucking idiot on yes. Twitter who would just give people random names. I don't know if they'd be like, and then there was pencil neck Adam Schiff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wait, well, that wasn't his real name? And pencil when he became Adam president. Schiff. But I I think uh, that's true of, I believe Caligula is a lot of like, you know, people are like, oh yeah, he fisted horses and stuff. When you think about it, it's like, 
Maybe not. Maybe that's like a crazy rumor that his rivals made up, and that's what people. There were a lot Catherine of Catherine the Great, obviously. Right. That's like one of those things. It's like, how do we still know it because it's so lurid? But like, you think about that for one second, and you're like, obviously yeah. that's not true. Right. And Napoleon being short. Also. Oh yeah. yeah, he was totally normal. Height. Yeah, he was normal for the time. Was like he was like five, five six. Yeah, five six. Well, five, that's seven. the problem with Caligula. There's so many like good juicy stories, and then you're like, these are all fucking just made up by his enemies. Right. Did you know weirdly the way that like the Popeye spinach thing was because yeah. of a, a printing error? Yeah. That like they thought it, that spinach had way more iron in it than it actually does. Yeah, it and has a normal plant amount of iron, yeah. which is not that much, but they put the decimal point in the wrong spot. But don't they still say, like, if you need iron, spinach is a they great They say source. that incorrectly. I mean, well, leafy sure greens are good. comparatively, right. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, but it's it's like, if you want iron, you should eat red meat. Or less red meat, because the Amazon is, is burning. Yeah. So no, leafy yes. greens. Eat a ton of Raw leafy greens. Raw red meat. Just eat a bunch of Iron Man action figures. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get your iron. There you go. Uh, all right. Let's talk about David Koch. Uh, in memoriam. Oh, man. Uh, you hate to see it. You hate to see it. <laughs> you hate to see it. So, first of all, the reason we say fuck Coke Industries up top, in addition to them being terrible, is because they advertised once on our podcast. Uh, and we just wanted to set the record straight. We right. are not aligned we with the fucking Wait, wait, what? What advertised? They, like, had remnant ads. So it wasn't like we were, like, reading a Koch Brothers ad, but like an ad made its way like onto- a No, but like for what company? Coke Industries. That's crazy. Isn't that Very wild? That's yeah. weird. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, hey, Coke Industries. I think I think maybe- A they... fine American industry. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, pillars of democracy. I mean, I think, yeah, obviously, when, not just that, but when you look at sort of what their- what their fucking, you know, the coctopus, as they call it, had its arms and fucking everything. Do they to do. call it that? Yeah, yeah. There's that's a that's a thing you hear a lot. What, the fact that they say that is so peak. Like, are we the baddies? Like, when right. you're like, we're the coctopus. No, that's well, they don't say that. The but I mean, that's whatever. Yeah, because you imagine you're like, nah, it's actually sick branding, man. But people right. say coctopus. I'm afraid, and then that would be bad. Right. Branding. If you're trying not to have people mispronounce your name, Coke as cock, you shouldn't be from an octopus. Uh, like an octopus. Right. But we'll call it the coctopus. Why not? Yeah. Um, but you know. They have their hands in fucking everything from, you know, basically trying to just rip apart the little bit of democracy we have in this country from busting unions to climate change. I mean, let's just go over. I just want to remind people very briefly. There's plenty of articles you can read. We'll put in the footnotes if you want to tell people why uh, we say this. Behind the Bastards on the Koch Brothers is interesting. Oh, gosh. Everything. Their fortune comes from their father who uh, made the money by opening oil fields for Hitler. Oh, really? So, yeah. That's their origin story. That's yes. their origin. Christ. And, and people, having, yeah. And then their origin is that their father had them raised by a nanny who was a, Nazi, a proud right? Nazi. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. It's like a yeah. fucking, This yeah. is too on the nose. I know. Isn't Seriously. it crazy? If you had <laughs> like, this, yeah. people would be like, back to workshop. That's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they Too were much, named guys. one of the top 10 air polluters in the United States, just Coke Industries in general. Like, they outspent ExxonMobil in funding climate change denial think tanks and scientists. Right. Outspent the fucking gas producer on fucking trying to obscure the argument on climate change. Look where the fuck we are. Uh, again, then you get into Americans for Prosperity. The many, I mean, they have so many fucking dark groups. There was... They fund, you know, so many conservative dark money groups, um, Americans for Prosperity. 
love to fuck over unions, um, like, you know, and getting a lot of the anti-union bills that were passed in like Wisconsin or Ohio or Michigan. Um, and really like even trying to trigger a constitutional convention to sort of their whole end game was like, what if we had like capitalism with fucking no rules at right. all and corporations and business is the number one God. I mean, we're already kind of there, but like fully like their dream world was just like a world without government. Right. Oof. And but only money. The worst part about them too. Well, one, the fact that our world has supervillains that are that ugly and uncreative. Right. And like not even like interesting or suave, but they were playing politically Republicans play dirty and the long game where like they were doing the gerrymandering and the voter the suppression, the things that have them win the Senate and they've been having like judges, they do the dirty behind the scenes yeah. thing that people don't focus on that then has the results. So you're just like, oh, their yeah. their groundwork is so good. Right. And, and so for people who are like, oh, well, what's wrong with the cooks? I'm like, they have fundamentally changed yeah. politics in this country yeah. just like with their outsized influence. If I think a lot of people don't realize that. If you believe in climate change, then they have been killing our descendants for the past like four decades. Right. Um, and I'm not celebrating someone's death. Oh, no. God, no. Yeah. But I do hope your all-you-can-eat shit buffet in hell doesn't <laughs> go cold. Well, here's the thing. I saw some well-meaning liberals who I'm not going to name names being like, if you're against the death penalty you and you're celebrating this man's death, like take a look at the mirror or whatever. Right. But the fundamental difference there is, one, the death penalty is the government, which is notoriously racist and bad at making policies, having control over a man's life or mm -hmm. woman's life, which I'm like, I'm against that. And the other is a terrible person who died of natural, who causes. Died of natural causes being old and being able to say, it is a good thing that this person is not doing bad things in the world anymore. Exactly. Right. I wouldn't murder him because I'm not a murderer, but no. I, I'm think, saying objectively he was doing bad things, and yeah, I'm glad he's not doing those things anymore. You can say anymore. that. Could you say that if you took the Koch brothers out of the equation, uh, would this country look a little bit different? I mean, I'm sure there would be some other group of well-funded uh, you know, capitalists who would have interfered, but- they really swung for the fences. I mean, when you talk about the long game and like doing things behind the scenes that were pretty subtle, they've been like funding libertarian think tanks and right wing think tanks like behind the scenes of uh, universities for a long time. Like that book, Dark Money, uh, is wild. Yeah. yeah. Just how uh, I mean, it is almost creative. <laughs> like how how creatively evil they are. Um, yeah. So you know, enjoy your vacation, man. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. So the G7, formerly the G8, uh, happened this past weekend. Is that right? Yeah. Can I yeah. be super dumb and reveal what who was the eight that now we're down to seven? Oh my god. Russia's out. Russia. Russia. Yeah. Oh god, I'm yeah. so, so sorry. Canada, when US, they, France, Germany, Crimea. Italy, UK. Yeah. Oh, okay, got it. So yeah. there's yeah. just a lot of acronyms. I want to be Yeah. in this in this convo. Yeah. I get it now. So it's Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, formerly Russia, uh, UK, US. Cool. Uh, that, that's the seven. Uh which is weird. It's almost like somewhat arbitrary because China's not in there, which is the second biggest economy in the world. Uh, India's not in there, which is bigger than at least Italy. And 
will soon be bigger than the U.S. Like, but in a it'll at least bright side karaoke. Games. Yeah, I mean, that's true. In a way, I feel like they should always be part of the conversation. But I, we won't get, we won't go into that. But I do feel like it's just like tradition, essentially. At at this point, it's like a group of friends who just never stopped like going out to eat together is like what the G seven is, as opposed to like an official designation. It's your high school friends who still right. you you don't really have a lot in common with them anymore, but you still have to keep it going. Right, exactly. Well, just like yeah, Brazil should probably be involved in any big conversations, not because I want Bolsonaro to have a seat at the table, but. Yeah, people need to be able to have a sock party. Yeah. You know, that's something that's actually coming up is Macron, uh, who is president of the G7 this year. It's just like a rotating thing. Which country gets to be president? He was saying that, you know, they're going to talk about the fact that the Amazon rainforest is burning down. Uh, Yeah, he's encouraging it. And it's also a form of genocide against indigenous people in the rainforest. Yeah. And uh, Bolsonaro is, you know, pissed. Hey, he said, like, don't meddle. Right. Don't meddle in our situations. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, bro. This fucking actually, like, the Amazon, in a way, we all need to fucking give a fuck about this. Right. Um, so that's going to be something they discuss. Uh, the fact that the economy is sort of teetering, might be headed for a recession. Germany, as I know, is in that range as Italy well is as also the U.S. There. Italy is in looking, looking rough. And the U.K., baby. And then, uh, yeah, whatever happens to be on Twitter while Donald Trump feels like he hasn't spoken in too long. I'm sure he's just so glad China isn't there. Yeah. Because he, you know, he likes to talk a lot of shit. But he does not like to, like, fire people in person. He doesn't like to, you know. He's a fucking coward. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He doesn't, he does not want smoke ever. So China made their own announcement. They announced they're going to be, you know, firing back at Trump. It's kind of clear why he thought... Trade wars were easy to win. He didn't think like the other country was allowed to retaliate in any way or something. <laughs> he also, I'm not sure, has an accurate read exactly on what tariffs are or right. what no. a trade war is. I'm just he's he, the way he talks. I'm not confident that he would pass like an AP economics quiz. Oh, oh no, AP. Seriously, <laughs> he wouldn't fucking. I don't. I, oh, that just blew my mind to even think that. Donald Trump would even be in an AP class at any point ever. But like if you asked him just to say like what is a tariff? I don't think he could give you a straight answer. It was like right. did you watch that video of when someone asked him what his favorite Bible verse was and he's like, "Oh, just all of them. I wouldn't pick a favorite. They're yeah. just all so good. They all are so it's meaningful." Like, uh-huh. And they're, they're like, "No, so just good. just pick one, which one that you like." And he's like, "You know, I don't I like them all." That's you love the Beatles? Great. Yeah, I love the Beatles. So, hey, which album? Uh, you know, I love them. <laughs> Which is classic, like, yeah. book report on book right. reading. Yeah. But that's how I, I feel like. I like all the books of the Bible. <laughs> By the way, that's not a good, that's not a, the right take either. There's a lot of shitty books in the Bible, guys. Yeah. But that's how um, I feel like he approaches economics, which is just right. like he can sort of bullshit his way through. Yeah. Uh, you know, the supply, the demand. <laughs> uh, well, because also, you also Love show like his worldview is America number one. Everyone's scared of America. So he thinks the reputation sort of precedes him. And can do all this fucking tough guy shit, and people are going to be like, oh, right, America. But now they're like, dude, no, you're in charge? Fuck that. Watch right. this now. Yeah. yeah. Here's here's some – we will retaliate with our own tariffs. I don't right. know why you still keep – people still think we're paying the fucking tariffs. The fucking consumer is. And even – um, who was it? Uh, fuck. What 
China. No, no, no. There was like one of those banks basically did an analysis essentially saying that the tariffs are going to cost American families an additional thousand dollars a year in nice. like increased costs because that's who's fucking paying for these tariffs, not fucking China. And but they're, you know, China knows how to fuck around, too, because they're like, yeah, let's let's turn up the heat on your tariffs yeah. in some of these swing states. Seventy five yeah. billion in new tariffs. And it seems like they're targeted at uh, states that Trump would need to win in order to win in 2020. That's kind of a baller move. Oh, yeah. It's smart, you know, but then it's like, God, it, it, but it's, unfortunately, it's like at our own expense. Yeah, so like, no. Part of it's like, yeah, man, fuck yeah, do that <laughs> shit. I'm like, wait. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. And they're playing us so well that you're almost like, I got to respect it. And they're like, oh, no, it's it's making things harder for us. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot that we're we're on Trump's side, which is the worst. Yeah. Yeah, sadly, that's that's the, the uniform well, we're wearing at the moment. That's the shitty thing. It's like he makes these bad decisions and they make our life worse. Yeah. And, you know, just sort of his whole overall attitude, I mean, even in the way he's tweeting about it shows you just what he thinks his status is. You know what I mean? Like, he thinks just some of these tweets that he fired off. Are I the hereby ones... order yeah. that the, all U.S. companies leave China. That's quit big, China. big Michael Scott declaring yeah. bankruptcy yeah. energy. <laughs> I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> it's exactly. And again, He's saying we must. Okay, so he goes on. Uh, <laughs> our great American companies are hereby <laughs> ordered to immediately hereby start ordered. looking for an alternative to China. <laughs> an alternative to China. They're, they're hereby ordered to start looking. Right. Yeah, to start yeah. looking in about two in about two weeks. Right. <laughs> his favorite duration of time, including bringing your companies home <laughs> and making your products in the USA. I will be responding to China's tariffs this afternoon. This is a great opportunity for the United States. Also. I am ordering all carriers, including FedEx, Amazon, UPS, and the post office to search for and refuse all deliveries of fentanyl from China. Oh, my God. He's really, I mean, he's starting to realize how little power maybe he actually has. Who is, I hate to quote some political theorist that now I can't remember who, but someone smarter than me who I'm quoting uh, talks about that the president has the, the power to persuade that they have the pulpit. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, but like that idea that he fundamentally doesn't understand the power of the presidency and how to use it. He thought he was going to be king when he became (laughs) president. Like he thought he would just get to say everything that happened and everybody would have to agree with him. And like the dissent really seems to have taken him by surprise. Um, Well, because, yeah, and boy, and he has such this transactional idea of like how power works, too. It's like I do this for them. Then they fucking pledge their undying loyalty to me. And then I give my coalition of loyal fucking sycophants. And then we take over the world. Can I just say I'm very proud of Taylor Swift, who in a Guardian interview, I think today, said that like she really disagrees with Trump. And she's like he acts like an autocrat and he thinks that dissent that he conflates loving him with loving the country and uh, disagreeing with him is hating the country, and she's like, and that's not good. And I'm like, growth, okay. good for you. Great, hop in a time machine and say that in 2015. But, right. but, but growth. Yeah. yeah, of course, of course. I think that's important because she really did go from like, uh, to like slowly turning the knob up of like, this is where I am, which I get it, you know. But I think she also- She fans, she wants to make money. I'm like, I get it, and I'm, I'm proud of her saying this But I now. almost feel like, unlike Trump, I'm like, Taylor, you actually, you could fucking say anything, and I think everyone will be like, yeah, great, great, great. I kind of hope that he tweets about her, because her fan army 
on Twitter. I've been at the receiving end of them. Oh, God. So has Jesus and Mero, and they're racist. <laughs> so maybe they <laughs> yeah. will be like, they. I get why they're – I mean, look, it's like any, you know, rabid fan base. Just yeah. like when the, the beehive went after the girlfriend of the owner of oh, the Warriors. Oh, my God, yes. And, like, her manager to be like, Beyonce would not spread this kind of love. Remember that hive. Right. But, you know. Uh, no, I hope he tweets about Taylor Swift. I, I think it's possible considering the amount of just completely like disconnected from reality tweets and like lines of thought he's been going down on Twitter. Even his that rant extended to basically then like blaming the Fed for what's happening with China. No mention of the fact that you started this dumb fucking trade war. Yeah. And you're mad that the people like punched you back a few times. Didn't he say trade wars? I quote, are easy. Very easy, easy, to, easy win. to win. Very, very easy, easy to win. Easy to win. Very yeah. easy to be very quick. Very easy. And and then also he doesn't realize he's going up against a leader who does not face elections. Right. Who is a autocrat? Right. Who can just say, "This is what we're going to do," and it happens. There is no hitting Xi Jinping in the <laughs> swing states. No. To like you know get him off his footing. But everything is so personal with him. He was like, we have a great relationship. He really like thought that he liked him. And it's just like, what the fuck, man? How is this how you view the world? But we, you know, it's it's funny how like we sort of always have this cycle of like, what the fuck was he, what did he think was going to happen? But this is just always, this has been it from day one. And, yeah. I mean, one of the biggest things to get his mind around during his first year of presidency was that it was worth it for America to have a military base in South Korea because he thought it was too expensive. Right. Mm. He's like, why can't we just, why can't we just stop that? They're like, well, but you can see a nuclear weapon from North Korea within five seconds. And if we weren't there, it would be 15 minutes. And he's like, yeah, but it's too expensive. So I think I think nothing sort of reveals his thinking about how to be a quote unquote good president than the Mars thing and the moon thing and the Greenland, Greenland thing. thing yeah. I think he wants a a W. Early twentieth century he presidency. Wants like, he wants like, yeah. Well he <laughs> wants like a thing that is doesn't mean anything in the world. Right. But that everyone in America can be like, that's a thing we did. Right. Because he thinks that that is good for him as a president. Right. right. I think he wants an easy win. Whether it's like a trade war, which he's learning is not an easy win. And so he's like, okay, I'll just like plant my dick flag on something. What if we agreed to put him on the penny? (laughs) Right. And then phase it right the fuck out. Well, because they're already basically phased. I know. For all intents and purposes, like pennies just are fucking no there's no way he'd be it's able the same to color as him it's the same color as him because it's he does he, i know but like he, there's so a, many million dollar bill million dollar bill and gave him one yeah. <laughs> gave him a bunch right here's seven billion dollars in million yeah, dollar bills of you and we were just like this is great you there you go man you're on the million dollar bill he's just looking at it every day the election happens he wasn't even campaigning because like did you see this yeah million dollar bill that's exactly the type of thing well, he wants. They're like, oh, you're also out of office. <laughs> yeah, that uh, New Yorker profile that somebody wrote of him five years before he was running for president. Uh, he has all these like knickknacks that he loves to show oh. off. He's like, Mike Tyson signed that. Mike right. Tyson like gave that to me. He said we're very good friends. And yeah, so like his you face know, on a million dollar together. His face on a million dollar bill would be the sort of thing that like yeah, is, he like, could show his study. time man of the year like right before he actually was designated that would be like he probably had the <laughs> the mirror one yeah well you know um king trump you know 
uh, thoughts and prayers to you as you go through this difficult time of slowly uh, letting reality start trickling onto your face. You know, I realized if he died of natural causes, there would be no way his fans wouldn't think he was poisoned. Oh, yeah. No, there's not the fact that he's like a 70 something man who eats McDonald's and has never walked in his life. There's no easy way out of this presidency because he's not going to admit he lost an election. Uh, He's if he died, they would think that he was assassinated. There's no good way out. We're already unless he's like, you know what? Fuck Earth. I'm going to the moon. And then he gets (laughs) in a spaceship and is like, y'all are too poor. And they're like, damn, that's where we should go. And then they're like, okay, we believe that. He's going to do, he's not going to gracefully hand over the White House. No. It's going to be terrible. It's going to be, I'm anxious thinking about election day now. Yeah. Right. But you know, like last week, we know one of our guests saying, it's going to happen sooner or later. So we're going to have to deal with it either now or God forbid in another fucking four years or whatever. But like, I'd say like 12 years. I mean, look, I'd rather, I think I'm going to serve for about 14 years. King for life. I mean, he's old. He's so old. Yeah. I know. And if you, his, he tans and has fake teeth and does everything he can to look less old, but he's so old. Yeah. Uh, does well, he have dentures or just really good veneer implants? I think he has veneers. You look at his bottom teeth and they're not real. Well, because they at times they're like, oh, maybe something's going on with his dentures. Oh, right. When he when he starts slurring and people are like, is he having like a stroke? Yeah, like, is that no, what's going on? I think his, Fingers crossed. His, his, his teeth were falling working. out. Yeah. yeah. He has, I mean, you just look at his teeth on camera and like they're not real right so his worst nightmare would be to have his true pale skin the wind blowing on his comb over and his teeth not in yeah would probably be similar to death i mean think about how he would look with white he dyes his hair obviously because he's in his 70s and no man doesn't have white hair by that point he would look so old with white hair. Yeah. It was weird, though. Remember when he slicked his hair back and for a second he looked like a normal person? Yeah. That was the most frightening that was moment. So I don't remember that. It was for a moment, Wait, and it became- If I Google Trump hair slicked back? Yeah. You'll see. Cause After it he looked, golfs, he's like known ah, to just roll through with a ah, slick back. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Doesn't he look so like gross. a normal person, though? That's so weird looking. Yeah. I can't believe I missed this photo. It was a very passing moment because then something terrible and racist happened. <laughs> right. And then everyone's attention was like, what did they fuck the photo? Yeah. He looks so weird. Yeah. It's like when a celebrity has a middle name that everyone calls them by and then you get rid of the middle name and it sounds weird. Joseph Levitt. Joseph Levitt. Yeah. It, yeah. That's, this is the Joseph Levitt of Trump photos. <laughs> Jonathan Thomas. Yeah. You're like, Need the who's Taylor. that? JTT, dude. Yeah. Who's Jonathan ben Thomas? Thomas? Yeah. Right. He works at Arby's. <laughs> the Yeah. Well, again- <laughs> All of this, you know, more and more mounting evidence as to why this president needs to be completely, you know, replaced and, you know, impeached. Maybe even that. How about that? How about we start taking action? Because, again, I don't know where this road is leading because he's clearly wanting to puff his chest up at China. They seemingly are also have a game plan. Do you think he's going to fuck I was surprised that they are going after him in that targeted fashion where they're trying to get him to lose the election. I mean, that's obviously just a theory, but you'd think that they would enjoy just like completely being like five moves ahead of the American president. Although, you know, devil's advocate, those coincident swing states are also manufacturers. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like that's the reason they were swing states. And the reason he won is because sort of like- People who with factory jobs. Well, and that's also why the agricultural stuff, yeah. too, was like right in farmland, which is heavy, you know, Trump country. Uh, so these it, are everything sort of like it might okay. just be an added perk for them that they right. get that little thing. But it also could be that they're hitting 
the states that have the biggest manufacturing. Right, because they're like, oh, your weakness is that you have elections. Yeah. <laughs> right. Watch <laughs> this. We'll not only make you look like a fucking shitbag, you're going to lose it on Twitter, and then we're also going to go after you strategically in a way that who you can he, actually be out of Who office. is he going to blame the stock? Because he's been a big, like, the stock market's good because of me. Who's he going to blame the stock market going Did down you on? see the tweet uh, no. on he Friday? Did he did, like, a joke tweet. I try to avoid tweet. his tweets. Again, because the end of the world is going to be something that somebody's joking about. He did a tweet where the stock market went down by like, what was it? 573 points. On Friday. And he tweeted like, "Uh, it's a shame that what's his name dropped out of like some. He said, perhaps he's like the Dow is down 573 points, perhaps on the news that representative Seth Moulton, (laughs) whoever that may be, has dropped out of the 2020 presidential race. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the only good tweet he's ever done. (laughs) It's pretty funny, but at the same time. It would be so much funnier if he wasn't the president. Right. And it's taking the piss out of himself because it's like, yeah, there's no way I'm going to admit that this is all my fault. So I'm going to pretend like it's some complete nobody. Wait, who is Seth Moulton? What? Was he was he in the debates? Mm, no. I don't think he made a debate stage. Oh once. god. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Oh man. Oh god. He's... Trump would have been so much funnier if he was just like a harmless racist screaming in the world and not the president. Yeah. yeah. That's uh unfortunately. Like I wish we could just laugh at him and it pains me so much that he has But that's like the power. kind of the trouble of even like you know, commenting on his presidency. Like on one hand, like there's so much to just be like, wow, what an idiot. But it's also to kind of deflect the true horror that we're witnessing of like, this is just disintegrating so much of like, you know, even like it was shitty before him and now it's getting shittier. And it's like, okay, well then um, let's laugh during the fire a little bit too. But also it, it, you know, that's why I always try and like underline too, that this is, you know, these are all existential threats to our long-term stability and our uh, ability to have abundance and be productive going forward in life. Well, speaking yeah. of existential threats, uh, Ruth Bader <laughs> okay. Ginsburg oh, no. had another. Shut up, Jack! Shut up! Don't don't say it. Don't make it real. <laughs> malignant tumor treated in August or at the beginning of this month. I don't know if we <sighs> keep her medically alive. But she's like brain dead. But like, there's still blood. Like her heart is still beeping, beeping. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Sure w- does that count? No. Okay. No. But um, I would recommend to the people on the left check out the movie Dave. Yes, let's with Dave Chris her. Klein, um, where with the president Chris has Calvin Klein. Klein. I'm, no, not Calvin. I mean Klein. Kevin Klein. Kevin, Kevin Klein. 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 With Christopher oh. Columbus. Uh, Miles, I think you mean Calvin Chris Klein. Klein. Hey, have you seen his coked out audition for Mamma Mia? What? Who? Chris, Chris Klein? Klein? No. Like Dude, Chris. he's like, yo, oh man, I'm loving it in here. He's way too desperate oh, for a job. Chris Klein oh, no. from American from, Pie. And oh. from Election. Yeah. He's good anyway, for Election. Um, I digress. As the same character from American Pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bumblebee, he Bumblebee, he Bumblebee. Uh, yeah, Kevin Klein, where the president has a heart attack uh, and they have to bring out his lookalike to keep right. going. It's a really funny movie. It's yeah. a great like that movie. movie. Charles Sigourney Weaver. In it. Yeah. Sigourney Weaver's the first lady who is fucking. Am I allowed to say fucking? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, we said fuck Coke Industries. I forgot. <laughs> That's it's how been we a open. long podcast. Uh, she like fucks Dave, kind of knowing that it's Dave. Yeah. Right. Mm hmm. Yeah, which is like kind of kinky knew, in a she 90s was like, way. You haven't looked at my legs in years. I remember there's a yeah. scene like oh, that yeah, in yeah, the limousine, yeah. and she's like, she gets Dave. out of the shower, right? Yeah, and my favorite bit where he's at a like an automotive plant with using robotic arms, and he's like, I once caught a fish this big, <laughs> yeah. and the arms go out to like 90 feet. 
Yeah. All right. Anyway, it's classic, uh, classic think, Dave stuff. Classic Dave stuff. <laughs> Dave is really a parable about swinging as yeah. a married man. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> well, that's it because uh, Face Off is another movie oh, where yeah. the wife fucks a dude who's posing as her husband and nobody, like she doesn't notice it or she's like, that was amazing or something <laughs> like that. But it's like, well, wouldn't you know that that's not your husband or you, maybe you, not? You kind of want not to know. Right. Yeah. You know, but you you kind of. Oh, that's right. He fucking died because he was having an affair. The original president. Yeah. Right. He has, a heart, he has a heart attack while, while he's right. having an affair. Yep. And so they're like, we can't remove this. Dude, crazy. Well, they, they don't Franklin want this, the story to come out. Right. That he was have one that he had a heart attack because I think they don't like the VP who's the villain. Right. And then they don't want the affair to come out. Yeah. Uh, okay. Mm. Until I'm just the saying, election. just tell the mistress to leave the room and then be like he's dead. <laughs> well, I think that they don't, they don't want like him to be dead. Yeah. And also they, they, they know it would come out. They'd be like, Well, where did he die? Right. They said he was You mean like with Scalia? Oh, he was just at a, a hunting lodge. He's, he's still there. He's on vacation. <laughs> right. He's good. He's, he's good. Upstate. He's yeah. at a farm. You know. I don't think. I think there's really bad cell service up there. Right. <laughs> right. Huh. Anyways, we'll look into it. You were gonna say something, and I interrupted. Was I? I don't think I was. Oh, I was saying I like the movie Dave, and I also like the movie Wag the Dog. Oh, similar yeah. premise. Yeah. Of uh, the black who Trump would call the the deep state. Yeah. Manipulating the president. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Dave man. and Wag the Dog are both about the deep state. Damn, That's true. Trump shit. Oh, man. Fox News, please just play those films. Give him some ideas. Right. He's like, I was just watching this amazing, <laughs> riveting documentary, Dave, <laughs> about one of our past presidents, uh, <laughs> President Harrison Mitchell. <laughs> well, let's... Is that his name in Dave? Yeah. What Will- a good William Harrison name. Mitchell. Three-namer. 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 But See, who's Bill Mitchell? When you say, yeah, Bill Mitchell, <laughs> I mean, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of Fox News, uh, I just want to hear this one clip uh, of their woke drug commentary. Well, allow me to give you some. Let's give some context okay. first, okay. because it's a, such a stupid fucking take, because the Board of Supervisors in San Francisco, they're looking at language guidelines to uh, stop using words like felon, offender, convict, addict, juvenile, delinquent, because they're like, you know what? People get this tag of felon or whatever. It becomes much more difficult to get uh, employed and things like that. They don't want you to just walk around with the scarlet letter. So they're using words like uh, you could be called a formerly incarcerated person or justice involved. And they're sort justice of like justice involved. Yeah. They're like, oh, I read like another uh, like op-ed in a like conservative news like fucking website. And they're like, oh, so we're going to call thieves enthusiastic shoppers. <laughs> um, but that's not the point because recidivism is a very huge problem in this sort of like, you know, endless cycle of prison systems. Um, but and I just want to point out, there was a study that was done that, you know, immediate employment is a huge factor in reducing recidivism. Oh, of course. Um, and that, you know, before there weren't many studies into it because the prison industrial complex is so profitable um, that about a 20% reduction in a return to crime for people who were able to uh, find jobs immediately. And then like the numbers go even down sort of uh, over time. So, you know, they're using studies like that to say, yes, we have an issue where people come out of prison. They have no options because of the way they're labeled by society and and inevitably have to turn back to crime. And the cycle continues. Of course, the right doesn't like that because the private prison industry cuts them many checks for their candidates. So, in comes this fucking uh, lobbyist uh, think tank guy from like GoPack or some shit. And he's like trying to spin this whole thing on how like this is just the beginning of the end. Um, but also has a very 
He's very experienced with drug use, clearly from uh, some of the things he says. California has tried to clear out their prisons, and yet every year they continue to have overcrowded prisons. And the focus ought to be on a society that follows the law, not allowing people to defecate in the streets, not allowing mm-hmm. individuals to lay on the street, uh, having just shot up uh, with marijuana and having or, uh, <laughs> heroin, heroin yeah. and having a uh, needle sticking out of them. We ought to be focused yeah, uh-huh. on solving crime. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah uh-huh. You know, just shot up with uh, Marilyn Manson and right. uh, <laughs> shot up. With I mean, like marijuana. also that, like obviously. Yes, there is a problem with people defecating in the streets in uh, this country. Well, but also there's a homelessness situation uh, in these areas too. That I like that they always connect San Francisco to like, well, people poo in the streets because it's right. liberal. Yeah, like it's sort of like the weird argument that's always sort of tenuously connected. I get so angry. I feel like I'm like this is the thing that makes me so mad. The thing about homelessness or people like if we make it hard enough and unpleasant to enough be homeless, to be homeless, then won't. they'll just not be homeless anymore it's not like um like high schoolers like drunk driving or like you know like i don't know like high schoolers loitering like a thing that they don't have to do it's like you're not addressing that is your life situation right of homelessness and making it harder and more unpleasant to be homeless is just making it harder and more unpleasant for homeless and probably harder for them than to well when you look at all the things that are so entrenched into why that happens it's like well we can't give people proper you know medical care or mental health assistance because of the way the you know like healthcare industry is completely fucked up and then you can't even address like housing crises because the banking industry is so tied up in like exacerbating that issue so it's like yeah let's just let's just avoid the root causes and blame this other thing and just throw our attention to that same thing with immigration where it's like well maybe if we treat these people like subhumans these other people who have no other recourse except to flee their country maybe just we'll stop doing it rather than like what's going on there and it's also like i think i remember reading somewhere that there was a an experiment maybe in like utah where they just like gave homeless people places to live. Yeah. They're like, what if we just fixed homelessness by giving them homes? And it saved so much money in the long run. Where even if you're so clinical and you're like, I guess a libertarian Republican who doesn't think that, who doesn't care about like people's lives and is more just like it's about the money, it is cheaper to give them homes than to keep paying for their emergency room visits. And like the way the system becomes clogged with with homeless people. If that is your motivating factor and not like basic human decency, it still works in the well, favor of right. just helping them. Because yeah. you want to basically make people who are needy look like evil people. Yeah. Exactly. And that's just to paint them with this brush that like, oh, well, if you're poor, it's because you're lazy and yeah. you have no. And I think the idea is, well, you give them free stuff, they won't do anything. And all those studies show that people are literally just looking for the stability because most people do have pride in themselves that they do not want to be in that situation. And I'm sure even those people who are like, oh my God, I mean, like they're just going to take free stuff. I bet even those person, God forbid, they found themselves in a situation where they were homeless. They would probably do what they could to get out of it rather than be like, actually, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just like, let's just live in squalor and take these little checks and we're great. You need an address to apply for a job. And then like people get arrested and then like their court dates, like if they don't have a fixed address, they miss their court dates. These things keep adding up. Then they get arrested. Then they get incarcerated. And then they have a history. Like, it, it keeps compounding. This. I'm so sorry. I'm going on a rant. But the system no, is true. so built yeah. against just right. actually making them – if your goal is to make them become, like, functional members of society, the way the system is designed now and the way they approach it of just, like, villainizing them, 
is the exact opposite of how you would do that. Oh, yeah. But then, like you say, that creates inmates for a prison industry. That creates more money and, like, emergency care that people can charge the government. It's just all, you know. And a common enemy for, like, decent, hardworking Americans, not these freeloading slackers. It's like you could be like, I'm not a freeloading slacker, and then you feel self-righteous. When most people in this country are hanging by a fucking thread. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're going to take another quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And I was confused by the ASAP Rocky story about him, mm-hmm. you know, getting arrested and then the president, Donald Trump, getting him out of prison mm-hmm. and like how those two hook up. Yeah. Uh, the story is um, very interesting. Cause yeah. I think, so we're learning new details, right? Yeah. I think like most people, we thought, oh, Kim Kardashian must be like back channeling uh, all of this stuff to try and get ASAP out. But that is not the case at all. And this is actually, uh, you know, ASAP Rocky in the past has not had some of the best political takes. I remember when he oh, was God. like, yeah. he literally said all lives matter. And like, you know, said like, I don't know if I can, I really understand. Wasn't what there like, something about Cosby? He's oh, def- no. He defended Bill Cosby. Yeah. No. Yeah. So look, he's not a necessarily a political uh, yeah, luminary, let's say. Right. Uh, but you know, the him being incarcerated became a huge, uh, huge uh, thing of public interest. And what happened was there were um, two people, Daryl Scott, who's this Ohio pastor who is constantly caping for Trump. He's like the person who's like, actually, Donald Trump has been the most pro-black president of all time. Uh-huh. That's like, OK, sit your ass down. Um, and another man by the name um, who like works with him, Kareem Lanier, um, they were the ones like who... Basically, they were approached by this like celebrity fixer uh, after ASAP Rocky got uh, arrested, and they were saying like, "Hey, like you know the president, like this could be a good opportunity for him because you know he thinks if you do some one good thing for one black person, all black people will instantly forget that you're racist." Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, "This could be a good opportunity for the president." So then they sort of sent that up the chain, like, "Okay, yeah, maybe this this could be a good look." Then um, uh, ASAP Rocky's manager was approached. And they said, okay, we've we've got something for you. How about the president tries to help you out to get your client, ASAP Rocky, out of prison on the condition that when he's out, he publicly thanks Mr. Trump. And the quote that his manager gave was, quote, if a serial killer gets Rocky out of jail, I would have no problem saying thank you to the serial killer. Um, but I guess they, you know, you know, that's just good. When talk. you're that hard up for like somebody to like you that they compare you to a serial, serial killer, killer right. and you're like good enough that should have been their <laughs> first indicator of <laughs> sounds like we're friends right. yeah that should have been the first indicator of how asap rocky's camp was looking at even donald trump sounds like, like a yes yeah it's like okay great so they work their magic he gets out but radio silence from asap rocky and immediately they were trying to reach out the two men who were like the connective tissue yeah. to Trump. They said they immediately began reaching out to Rocky's team within hours of his release. They were expecting a thank you. Quote, we didn't get a call. We don't get a call at all. When they finally got his manager on the phone, uh, one of the men said the rapper's manager, quote, started making all these excuses about Rocky needing time to travel and rest. And then he said, I hope you guys go- aren't going back on what you said you were going to do. <laughs> Cue the fucking ironic music, because guess what, my man? There is, there's no thank you. So you can kiss that one fucking goodbye. Yeah. That's amazing. I hope he tweets mean things about ASAP Rocky now. 
Yeah. He probably would have like, fuck I'm that. grateful. He's like, Ferg was actually probably the, the best one in that crew. <laughs> <laughs> and also, ASAP Yams Day is, if we're fucking canceling it. Right. Fuck Yams. Oh, but he, oh, what if he said that? He's like, fuck Yams. I'm serious. Yeah. Fuck that dude. <laughs> then he would really get all the smoke. He really would. All right, guys. Let's talk about uh, a preview of things to come. Great. Uh, super volcanoes. Uh, so is that the vaporizer? It's probably a vaporizer. Sick. But uh, <laughs> once every 2.1 million years, uh, uh-huh. a super volcano will go off. There are 10 of them or 11 of them around the globe and or 20 scattered around the the planet. And the last time one went off was 600,000 years ago. Uh, it is basically like there will be huge earthquakes and then the sky will just like go dark because of how much magma will uh, come out of the earth. Liquid hot magma. Magma. And uh, the nearest one is under Yellowstone. And oh, great, great, great. It, it doesn't, it's almost like saying near in this case doesn't make a difference at all because it doesn't matter as long as it's on the earth. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. it so it would cover most of the Midwest in ash, like in three feet of ash. Uh, th- this was in an op-ed in the New York Times, but so they they're basically saying that this. Oh, so it's an opinion. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's one of those scientists who just writes about his opinion. Oh, so that's on, your opinion, sir. Right. Um, he talks about them as ultra catastrophes that would lead to global devastation and uh-huh. even human extinction, like a major asteroid impact, a global nuclear war, or a super volcano, a super eruption of one of these super volcanoes. And he basically is making the point that the volcano is the one that's most likely to happen in our lifetime, but we are our current lifetime as in everyone listening right now it's more likely mathematically statistically than the asteroid impact but the asteroid impact is the one that we've had a bunch of movies about basically well new ip i have a question yeah uh is this something that it would happen and we'd all die instantly because that's the way i want to go well the people near there probably would yeah people real close by would uh people who like lived in the surrounding states would but we would just like, have a slow, painful death. Yeah, have a slow. See, that's the worst. Yeah, because also then the people who are like, sur- like have like survivalist things, then they get to be smug. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Ugh. People who've been storing gasoline yeah. for like years. <laughs> They're like, ha ha, honey. They're like, yeah, and but what gonna... about your fifty thousand dollars in Beanie Babies, asshole? <laughs> what about those? Okay, I took an L on those. But you know right. what? Like people with canned food, it's like I've been waiting for this. They yeah. get to feel really excited, and I don't want that. I don't oh, want to live in that world. And all you those uh, Jim Baker people <laughs> and her survival buckets. Well, so this article, I'm um, just something to look for. The reason I think this is a preview of things to come is because. You remember the year when uh, Armageddon and Deep Impact came out in the mm-hmm. same year? The reason people think the reason both those scripts got written and like made around the same time was because of a news story that had happened on like one of the main right. uh, news channels like nine years before. So nine years from now, I feel like there's going to be a year of super volcano movies because this is like a... It's it's a very vivid. Uh, oh, remember, we had Dante's well, Peak. We had the success of Jon Snow Pompeii movie. Right, the, oh, the, the yeah. volcano movies have wow. not done that the well because volcanoes are so boring. They're right. slow. Dante's Peak was uh, the same year as Volcano. volcano yeah, Joe versus the volcano. Joe, jo- yeah, with Tom. Well, Hanks. that's a great movie. <laughs> well, the, but I think it's a great movie because the volcano doesn't happen. 
Right. I still have a promotional bag from Joe versus the Volcano uh, that my mom got in Were the eighties. Born? By... Yeah, I was oh, alive okay. around that time. I think it was made by Orion Pictures because it still has the old Orion logo on <laughs> oh, the bag, nice. and it's a reusable bag that to this to this day that my family uses. Good for nice. you. Yeah, that they made a Pompeii movie that did very poorly. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Very I recently. Heard, yeah. Actually. And yeah. there's so many good stories. Wasn't like one guy like masturbating when he but died? But that, that's not a good story because it's never everyone dies. Everyone it has to be like an art die. art film or something where it's like you see that same moment for people all over the place. Ooh, because that would be it's like sliding yeah. doors or something. Sliding doors. Get, yeah. Uh, huh. But I don't think you can make a blockbuster where everyone's like masturbating. Ah, Although, you know, Titanic. <laughs> Titanic sinks. Everyone knows Titanic sinks. Right. That's true. Did you see the article that people were like, oh, the Titanic's like falling apart on the seafloor? <laughs> and they're like, motherfucker, it, that shit sank over 100 years ago it's in, the sea. in the fucking sea. It looks like shit, you guys. They're like, I was like, I never thought it looked that good to begin with, yeah. first of all. Like, it's, it's deteriorating. Just, what are right. we going to do? They're like, y'all, what? I don't know if you've seen the Acropolis. It's a mess. Right. What are we going to do about it? What happened there, everyone? What yeah. happened? Yeah. Time? No. Yeah, they're like, we we last saw it 40 years ago, and it looked better than it does now. And it's like, well, yeah, being 40 years under the right. sea will like, do that to How someone. did you look 40 years ago? Like, uh, It was oh 14 God, years right. ago. Oh, 14, okay. sorry. And the last time that anyone was down there was James Cameron. Wait, what do you mean 14 years ago? That, that somebody better. was down in in like diving it. around the Titanic. Oh, remember? Oh, Cause it. he made the Titanic, but then he also like got really into like diving I think to he, the Titanic. I'm pretty sure he only made Titanic cause he really wanted, wanted to go to dive. dive down. But yeah. then part of it, didn't that obsession create new like submersible technology? Yeah. Though, yeah. Too? yeah. He yeah. nailed it. All he, that's, he does that a lot in films. Yeah. Credit to John, I went, James Cameron. I went on a tour of his workshop once, which oh, is right. just Wait, a, why'd you use air quotes? Cause it's not really a workshop. It's like a air, plane hanger oh, okay. where he keeps like oh, they, they like I use it because it's a van <laughs> <laughs> no they called it the workshop it was like a press thing Got it was like it. James Cameron and like you know 10 reporters and it's like uh, just little things from all of his movies and he just keeps like the, the thing from Aliens like the oh really I don't know what it's the called the robo suit the robo get suit get away from her you bitch and all one. the models of the Titanic and he just seems like he just is a dude like a kid. who happens to make movies right. but really loves this stuff toys right. making cool things yeah, yeah. he's just a, yeah he just loves <laughs> I'm a collector who just got into filmmaking because yeah. I realized right. that was a good way to get access to stuff yeah, yeah. the kind of that's what it felt like right uh, did he have like real like was it real did he have any stuff from the Titanic in there? Like from um, the, f- no, that would be not that, that they showed us. Maybe. maybe in his personal home. Yeah, probably. Right. He's like, this is the wheel. For Did me. you meet him? Yeah. Was he nice? He was. Jim. But, Jim. Good. Um, Good but guy. here's the thing. Jim Cam. I wanted. I thought he was nice, but he was nice because he's like an old man meeting a few reporters. Right. Like I don't think I would want to be married to him. No. Why? What'd you get? What was the sense you got from? him? I have it, but just from stories. Oh, of, like, right. He's not. He's a controlling. But I think now that he's of an age and status where he gets to do whatever he wants. Right. Like he's I think back in early in his career when he had to yell at people, he was not a pleasant person. But now he's he's James fucking Cameron. He yeah. gets I bet now he's a pleasant person to be around because he everyone says yes to him. Sure. One of the early like things he did in filmmaking, he was I think working on the set of a horror movie and they wanted to have a shot with like a bunch of like worms and grubs in it uh-huh. and he was like they're not wriggling enough so he just electrocuted the whole <gasps> thing of grubs and uh... worms so they would like start crawling over each other and which is brilliant but also really cruel and i think a good kind of description of how he treats people in his movies right. he he will just like like when you look back at the abyss he's like talking about like how 
how fun it was, and everyone's like, I almost drowned nine yeah. times. Yeah, people almost <laughs> died more. on that movie. They what, needed yeah. them to wriggle more. Yeah. Wriggle. Was it the thing like they were breathing water? Like yeah. the technology was that like they would learn to breathe in fluid. Like that was they the did premise the of the movie. movie. Right, but I'm saying like. But even having that in your head and like, so the actors are like in these suits that are like filling up, like wouldn't the helmets fill up yeah. with liquid? Yeah. Well, I'm uh, sure that would stress I me the fuck the out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Bring it back. <laughs> I know. It was getting it. so good. <laughs> well, it was never getting good. I mean, it got so wacky though. Yeah. I was like, well, 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 hold on. Cause before I just thought this was some weird show and now we're dealing with like some other dimension this dude saw in a dollhouse I'm so mad that they canceled it just because like. They canceled it? Yeah. The yeah. OA? Yeah. Is yeah. DOA? Oh, yeah. damn. No one made that joke yet. It's just like no one, no one else is making shows that weird. Yeah, right. More weird things in the world. I mean, I think they should do a flash mob to bring it back. <laughs> With the dance With moves? With the dances. <laughs> what a I'd, I'd never saw the it. movements. You've never you don't know the movements, Jack? The climax Jack? of the movie? The climax of It's because he knows the show creators and he's salty. I'm not salty. Oh, I can't wait for this to stop rolling. <laughs> I'm so salty. Okay, There's so many I'm not shows. Salty at them. Jack actually had the idea for Jack. Tell him about your OA idea you had. You had before. the idea for the OA before the OA. They stole it from me. Yeah, he was yeah. talking about all these really? NDEs he had and near-death experiences uh-huh. at water parks, uh-huh. and they're like, "Hold on." I will say there's guys I hooked up with and now I can never watch anything even tangentially related to them because it makes me viscerally upset. Yeah. Oh, what do you mean? Like, who are these people you're dating? That I'm not going to say it on the... Damn, okay. I mean, that well, was none flex. Of this I was like, going in. I, I live in Los Angeles. Yeah. Like, but like, there are people in the world. I mean, the only thing that reminds me of X is like an empty TV box. You know what I mean? So I'm going to be like, oh, I can't watch it. She's like, I hooked up with a guy and now I can't watch any of LeBron's games. <laughs> <laughs> kind of soured it for me. Yeah, Especially yeah, when he yeah, came he to the Lakers. It. I'm like, of all the towns. <laughs> <laughs> really, LeBron. I Great. came here first. I moved here. You right. asshole. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about the new socialist version of Monopoly. Uh, Wait, wasn't that's so interesting because originally Monopoly wasn't it supposed to? be It was socialist? supposed to be a socialist. Sorry, warning. I don't mean to be jumping the gun. No, no, that's fine. That's that's a good point. It was originally meant to warn against Monopoly, right? Uh, and also, there were rules you could follow that were more socialist and would make it so that everybody wins. But now. Uh, in sort of a fever dream version of what the person had in mind, Hasbro has made a version of Monopoly that is basically designed to make fun of socialism. It's a send-up right? socialism. <laughs> uh, it draws on old-fashioned Cold War-era iconography, uh, denigrates universal health care, uh, veganism. It's just like what? shits on the oh, left in so general. Weird. Um, and yeah, but it's it's not like something that like Ben Shapiro made with his friends. It's fucking from Hasbro. Hasbro, which makes I mean, it's just odd and like yeah, okay, I get it. There's They're some corporations like too. fuck it, man. This can maybe help obscure the conversation and maybe we can sell some stuff yeah. to the right. But the game was originally invented by a leftist, Elizabeth Maggie, I think, uh, who wanted to highlight the evils of accruing vast sums of wealth at the expense of others. And then her game was stolen by Charles Darrow, who sold it to Parker Brothers. Damn. Oh, wow. So she didn't even... I, they eventually paid her $500 for her um, uh, for the game she in invented. In 1835 dollars or in... No, like, it was like ni- in the 20th, 20th century. century. Yeah. 500. Oh, boy. But it's like if you ever, if you play Monopoly, you know that the point of it already is that once someone gets like uh, properties and has that, then it it's, makes it cripplingly difficult for the over. other players, which yeah. is what right. that, the game is. Yeah. 
And this one is the point to, like, if you land on Venezuela, you starve to death. Right. Yeah. Oh, didn't they also, they made, like, Monopoly for Millennials that was, like, with Snapchat and, and yeah, they I, try, I feel like they're trying with, like, it's the same with, like, Oreos. Now Oreo has, like, like sriracha-flavored Oreos. Like, I yeah. think Monopoly is just being like, please buy our game. Yeah. Although some of those Oreos yeah, yeah. are very good. Are they? Yeah. Which ones? Lemon. No. Uh, birthday cake. Birthday cake is yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, the I was, red velvet is not terrible. It's all right. I was in the UK. Oh, on the continent, lovely, as lovely. we call it. Well, I'm no, that wouldn't be the continent. Mints. That would be the UK. That's true. Sorry. Tis um, an island. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. On the island. I was on, but I wasn't a castle in Scotland. I. Which is true. Uh, but they have chips, which are the best flavors in the whole world. Yeah. Because they have really weird flavors. It would be like roast chicken flavored potato chips. Those and are the best ones. And it tastes like roast good? chicken. Really? Sweet Thai so chili. Is it Sweet Thai chili. Then they had like um pork, barbecue pork. Yeah. So good. And it tastes like it. And the, it was unbelievably good flavors. De- like super specific, weird detail yeah. chip flavors. They hey, were, they Frito-Lays, had- bring the Walker's crisps flavors yeah. to America. Hell yeah. Because the closest you, have to, the closest you can get them is in fucking Canada. And I that's want, where you get the the roasted chicken. I think is one of my favorite. The roasted ones. chicken is unbelievable. That was unanimously our favorite. Yeah, because it has the proper like uh, roasting herbs yeah. in it too. It's like, ooh, I think there's thyme and rosemary. It's oh, really? It's, it's classy, so good. Baby. Hmm. And I'm a skeptic. Are you? Yeah, I was like, this is gonna be gross. Sure. And then you're like, oh my god, that let's is skip exactly dinner. what it was like. Don't they have ketchup flavored? Yeah. Potato chips and prawns, prawn yeah. cocktail flavored. Oh, yeah. Oh That's... yeah, our homies uh, in, from Toronto sent us a Canadian chip bag. Oh really? Yeah, Someone yeah. send me a chip bag, please. Yeah, it was ketchup. What else was there in that bag? That care package, all dress, which was like ketchup and everything. Look, I'm probably fucking this all up. Wait, but just all the condiments, just like, like a mixture? Dill- yeah. Hold on, all dress. I like that in the U- in the in the UK and in Europe, mayonnaise is a more socially acceptable fry dip. Yeah, it's good. All dressed uh, chips in Canada are. Barbecue, ketchup, sour cream and onion, and salt and vinegar. That All mixed good. together? All mixed together. That sounds good. Yeah. It's just, that's it's just a lot. Fl- it's just flavor. You know what I mean? Right. Who cares? At that just point. flavor. But that's uh, how I feel about Monopoly, which is that they're just doing whatever, and this is so misguided and dumb. Yeah. Our writer, JM, said, uh, why even keep making new niche versions of Monopoly when they've clearly already peaked and included a picture of Monopoly, the Golden Girls? What? Yeah, See? there's a Golden Girls version of Monopoly. That's the <laughs> only time I've ever thought about buying Monopoly is when it's completely intersected with a thing that I love. And I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe just to collect it, like Star Wars Monopoly right. or some shit like that. Yeah. It doesn't make it, like, because it's not like a trivia game, right? So it's No, just the properties like, are just The properties names. just have yeah. new names. Hmm. And maybe the, pe- and the pieces are probably unique. Yeah. Right. The play pieces, so it's not just the shoe right. or the car. Fun. Yeah, we're the thimble. Right. Although Golden Girls probably does have a thimble. Did you have a favorite board game growing up? Um, oh, I had, man. so I got really good at, um, Can you know Can Labyrinth, oh. the thing? No. It's like a marble that has- I'm uh, 26. Oh, okay. Well- But <laughs> you made that deep Joe versus the volcano reference. Uh, Damn. I've seen a movie. Okay, yeah. Well, I thought you were my people. No, this is Sorry. even old I for me. I still people. Who no, no, like is also child of the 80s. Uh, but this is like a, it's like a board sort of a. Is it a video game? I don't know. What no, you're no, describing. no. It's got, it's like a wooden box that. You, <laughs> Did you like, grow up in the Great Depression? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So you, he's you describing an oil cloth. You get a, you, desi- you, you get a wooden hoop of- and you push it with another <laughs> stick down the road. You see, great fun, great fun. 
That was good. And Stratego, I liked. Yeah, Stratego, I liked. And no, it was a thing that, you know, it like moves on two vertices and you control. It's like a maze with a steel ball. Maybe if I this? saw it, I would It's like the it. kind of Anyways. gift you see at toy stores that don't sell actual toys. What? Okay. Like, a, you know, they're it's the best toy. Okay. Anyways, I could go all the way to the end and back. I like feel like three I times. asked you oh, for a board game yeah. and you gave me this weird thing. Because I board games the- yet. <laughs> <laughs> Another one, tiddlywinks. <laughs> uh, board game, I was really good. I loved shoots and ladders yeah. um, and a Trivial Pursuit. I don't know if it counts as a board game, but I I guess it does. I love Basketball. Scrabble. Oh. Yeah, okay. And I'm so competitive with Scrabble That's that like my game. family doesn't like to play with me anymore. Yeah. Wow. I have to trick new people into playing with me. Yeah, my grandmother, rest in peace, who uh, was really loved Scrabble. That's how I got her to start using an iPad because there's words with yeah. friends. And I was like, Grandma, I could play with you from across town. She was so fucking good, though, that like when I started creeping up on her, she's like, are you cheating? And I'm <laughs> like, Grandma, why the fuck would I cheat? Of course I have another app I can use concurrently with this one that will <laughs> blast you out the water. Oh, did you? Oh, it was like times. a see. Was, I, need I had to, to level the playing field. I need she to was, play in you person. You cheated against your grandma because I need uh, America, baby. Dana, it's been a pleasure. This having has been you. a delight. Sorry <laughs> that I got us a little bit off the rails. No, Dana, Dana, jump. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, Dana Schwartz with Great three Z's follow. at the end. Great follow on Thank Twitter. You. Uh, is there a tweet you've been enjoying? Of mine or someone else's? Either way. Well, I'm, my favorite tweet, and I now I feel bad because I don't know who it's from, so I'm going to look it up right now. Is the um, should it, should I read it? Sure. It's from um, Brandon is good, Liber Girdle, and it's dentist waiting room. Me chanting teeth teeth, other patients teeth teeth, <laughs> secretary pounding her clipboard teeth teeth teeth, and it's like a cla- That's like a classic like tweet that goes yeah. around. But I just sometimes wake up in the middle of the night <laughs> teeth, thinking about how much teeth, I like teeth, it. Teeth. That's great. It's, per- it's a perfect tweet, and yeah. I love it so much. <laughs> Just passionate about teeth. I love it. Uh, Miles, where can people find you? And what's a tweet you enjoy? Uh, you can find so me. smart. Well, I'm not really. I just uh, want a podcast so people assume I'm mm. it. Uh, you can find me and follow me. You have that me app on- that gives you all your smart takes. Yep. It's called Smart Takes. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. Uh, and a tweet I like is from uh, Reductress that says five rompers that are difficult but not impossible to masturbate in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. The challenge factor makes it more worthwhile. Yeah. Um, tweets I've been enjoying. Somebody said uh, bad news from the thrift store. It's just a picture of a sign that says, sorry, we are no longer accepting copies of Austin Powers Gold Number. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, boy. Hey. Uh, you can find me on Twitter Jack underscore O'Brien You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram We have a Facebook fan page and a website DailyZeitgeist.com Where we post our episodes and our footnotes Where we link off to the information That we talked about today's episode As well as the song we ride out on Oh yeah, that tweet was from Dan Chamberlain By the way, I forgot to say who it was from Didn't I? Miles, what song are we going to ride out on? Uh, we're going to ride out on a track from Godriguez. Uh, and the track is called Make This Magic. Instrumental music, instrumental vibe, no words, just feelings, beats, um, and should be a toe-activating toe tap. Oh, 
Just Challenge a, accepted. Just a head nod. You know, work your neck muscles off mm. this one. But only for about 50 years. All right. That's going to do it for today. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. We're going to ride out on that. We will be back tomorrow because it is a daily podcast, and we'll talk to you then. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,